For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Kerry Liang. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we're covering the university's partial divestment from fossil fuels, updates to the Biden administration's loan forgiveness plan, and the UK's economic crisis. It's Friday, September 30th. Yesterday, the university announced that it would be dissociating from 90 corporations in the fossil fuel industry, including ExxonMobil and NRG Energy. This decision was voted on by the Board of Trustees earlier this month. Furthermore, as part of the university's commitment to a net zero endowment, the Princeton University Investment Company will, quote, eliminate all holdings and publicly traded fossil fuel companies. To find out more about this, we sat down with Paige Crumley, a news writer who is covering this breaking story. So to start, could you please give us a brief overview of the announcement? On September 29th, the university announced that it planned to dissociate from the thermal coal or tar sand segments of the fossil fuel industry. It provided a list of 90 companies that it planned to dissociate from. Only 10 of these companies it currently had financial relationships with. But the total list of 90 are companies subject to such dissociation. And dissociation is defined by the university as the removal of any relationships regarding financial means. So that's relationships where the company is providing research funds to the university, relationships wherein the university is investing in the company's stocks. So dissociation is kind of total financial removal of the university's endowment and the university's beneficiaries with these companies. So at the end of the day, the university only had 10 existing relationships with the companies in its list, but these relationships include those with ExxonMobil and NRG, which are a big fossil fuel companies. So the university is going to not only divest from them, but also end any research-related funding that they receive from them. In order to compensate for this loss, President Icegrouper has praised a new fund that the university is launching, a fund for green or renewable energy to kind of compensate these losses that are going to occur with the dissociation from companies such as ExxonMobil. Thanks for sharing. What role do you think student activism played leading up to this decision? Yeah, it's something I've thought a fair amount about because I've covered a lot of student activism um, regarding Divest Princeton, which is a student group on campus that's entire goal is to dedicate itself to getting the university to divest from fossil fuels and to remove its endowment from you know stakeholders within companies that are within the fossil fuel industry. And Divest Princeton has done a lot of work. It's held a lot of rallies, hosted a lot of petitions, and it's received widespread support on campus. It's been around for a few years now, but the movement to divest Princeton from fossil fuels has been around for about a decade, going back to campus groups in 2013. An update issued yesterday from the U.S. Department of Education clarified that the Biden administration's student loan forgiveness program will no longer be able to forgive privately held student loans. The program allows eligible student borrowers to have up to $10,000 in federal student loans forgiven, increasing to $20,000 of forgiveness for Pell Grant recipients. 
Previously, the Education Department's guidance for the Loan Forgiveness Program allowed borrowers with privately held loans to consolidate their loans in order to qualify. However, the new guidance does not permit the consolidation of, quote, FFEL or Perkins loans not held by the Education Department, though it will honour consolidation requests made prior to this change. In international news, on Monday, the British pound dropped to a record low against the US dollar. It decreased by nearly 5% to just $1.03, following UK Finance Minister Kwasi Kwarteng's announcement that the government plans to implement the biggest tax cuts in 50 years. Consequently, bond prices plummeted and borrowing costs increased, causing great disturbances in the mortgage market and pension funds. These decisions have been criticised as, quote, trickle-down economics by both members of the opposition Labour Party and the Conservative Party. Get ready for a gloomier end to the week. Today will be cloudy, reaching a high of 65 degrees and a low of 52 degrees. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Vitus LaRue and me, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22, and our show was started by Mark Dedici, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Carrie Liang. Have a fun Friday.